deciding who wins the game on this call. Without further ado, the call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with, JD. Hey, man, long time no speak. Yeah, it's, it's been a few weeks. How are you uh, surviving this uh, lovely Midwestern weather that we are saddled with? Oh, yes. The bipolar vortex. Uh, yeah. That's a dad it's, joke. It's <laughs> certainly been a ride this this winter. We're getting, we've gotten above average snow totals, and we got historic cold followed by warm temperatures you know 100 degree temperature swing over three days it's been pretty crazy yeah it's uh doing wonders for my sinuses let me tell you (laughs) oh i i can yeah we've had a lot of people uh at work that have been sick and thankfully it's a uh, knock on some wood it has uh for the most part skipped my household so i'm gonna i'm gonna Hang tight. We had a little bit of something, a couple of them, but uh, it's avoided me. I, I'm going to attribute it to all that working out I've been doing. Oh, there you go, buddy. It's, see what happens when there's no football going on? You just you start working out. Sorry, yep, no okay. NFL going on. I want to I want to be very clear on that. When there's no NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're pretty close. <laughs> But we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, it's been uh, what? It's been about uh, four weeks or so since we recorded, and uh, since then we had that little thing called the Super Bowl. Has it been four weeks or three? I don't know. It's it's been a, it seems like it's been three months. So yeah, it's been a long couple of weeks. Who who cares about the math of it all? Let's just, let's touch base on that game. So, the Patriots and the Rams. It was about as crappy a football game in the Super Bowl that I can recall. See, this will be fun for me because I have a very differing opinion on this. I mean, the defenses played well, but with two offenses that are billed in the top four of the league, it was pretty boring. pretty boring game to not not get it the touchdowns really so this is this is actually why i say that it was actually a really great game uh as fantasy players and dfs players when it's a purely defensive matchup we can't stand it we hate it because we're not scoring any points uh as just a person that enjoys watching football to have uh an offensive juggernaut in the Rams be held to what three points was just amazing to watch. Uh, and then, I mean, even on the other side with the Patriots, they scored what one touchdown uh, and then, you know, two field goals. So uh, watching these two defenses pretty much just come in and shut down these offenses that are known for just putting up points as a football fan, it was a beautiful thing to watch as a fantasy fan. It sucked. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started. As somebody in a postseason fantasy league where I have the Super Bowl winning quarterback, his top receiver, the Super Bowl MVP, and a guy who scored just about all the fantasy points in the previous year's Super Bowl on my roster, not to mention two other Patriots, I somehow managed to come in fourth. How the hell does that happen? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. 
I think that the odds of that um, were probably somewhere in the uh, below 5% chance for, for that outcome going into that game. And yet that's the chance, the, uh, the outcome that, that I took. But uh, I think they, there were what, I think the Patriots scored 11 touchdowns in the, uh, in the playoffs and uh, two of them were passing touchdowns. None of them to any of the players that I rostered. <laughs> which is, which is I just hate amazing. Bill Belichick. He's a genius. Uh, uh, I I gotta tell you, <laughs> that's that's some pretty bad luck. And as a person that has known you my whole life, um, I, I don't think I've ever seen you have that kind of piss poor luck. Yeah, it's just. Actually, my my entire playoffs from fantasy perspective, including DFS, was uh, pretty much a, a stinker. So um, it was probably good that the offseason came when it did. And uh, <laughs> so I could save myself a little bit of money. Though I will say that uh, DFS is not done for me. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh, how much in NBA you've uh, put yourself into. Uh, well, actually, I have not played very much NBA at all. In fact, it's been a couple weeks since I played. I almost played tonight, but I didn't have time to sit down and uh, read any articles. That, NBA, that tells NBA, me you're playing golf. I, I'm playing golf. Yeah. And, and I've managed to uh, r- run up my bank uh, account on DraftKings a little bit here. The past few weeks, it's it, today. If today's any indication, this week won't be <laughs> won't be a repeat. But it's it's kind of fun. It, it makes it a little uh, more interesting to uh, watch that weekend golf. First, you got to see if you can get your guys through the cut line on Friday evening, and and then uh, see if they can make any noise on the weekend. So. Uh, it's fun. I've only, I'm not playing a lot. Just, just a little bit, uh, single entry tourneys. Just once a week. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, it's, it's golf, you know, it's kind of, kind of like football just once a week, except for football is more. Uh, is this, is this the part where you tell us that, uh, we're going to start a side show or another episode just covering golf? Oh no, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I but I have been consuming some uh, some other materials uh, just <laughs> to try and and help me. And uh, I don't know who told me to play Bryson DeChambeau this week, but he didn't have a very good round today. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment too much on that because I I can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about football. This is a football podcast and um the NFL is in eh we're, we'll we'll say this part of the season's like quicksand. Uh the the couple weeks after the Super Bowl kind of uh take a little slow down, a little deep breath, but there's a few interesting items uh that have come up so far. Um uh, Let's first of all talk about Kyler Murray. He's chosen to forego baseball and enter the NFL draft. What do you think about Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback? Well, I'll be honest. I I haven't watched him play a ton. Um, I've seen enough, uh, to think that he's going to lean more towards the, if you're putting a scale together where you've got a Lamar Jackson on one side and a Patrick Mahomes on the other, you know, you've got both mobile athletic QBs. I think he's going to lean more towards that Lamar Jackson side. Um, where From a standpoint or from his skill set because he can throw the ball a little bit from a results not from a not from a skill set but what's your what's your first inclination gonna Uh, be i mean i 
But again, I, I haven't watched a lot, so. I would say that um, maybe the ceiling is is maybe like ninety percent of a uh, Russell Wilson, but um, I'd be surprised if if he if he lives up all the way to that level. I don't, I don't know if, if you some of the things I've been hearing is if if you put Kyler Murray in last year's draft he he probably would have been about the fifth guy. So, um, it, interesting. It seems to be that this this draft is a little bit deficient from a quarterback standpoint. You got you got Murray and the guy from Ohio State, and that's about it. But no, neither of those guys is really um at this point i mean just because they're quarterbacks they'll probably go in the top 10 but uh you know it'll be interesting to see where where he lands he's he's not he's not a uh man of tall stature so i know that that gives some of these teams pause so let's let's go at it from that point where do you see him going? Let's <sighs> let's play the uh, we're in that uh, the speculation time frame where you know the next league season hasn't started. You know, we're just every little thing that happens is a, a breaking news story. Where do I you mean, where do you see him going? I mean the, the 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 teams at the top of the draft that need quarterbacks are. Obviously, the Giants. Um, even though Arizona drafted one last year, they probably could use one because that guy they got is kind of a bum. But we'll see that. That's the interesting one for me, and I was hoping you were going to bring that up. So obviously, you've got uh, Kingsbury and his air raid offense, and all of his his comments on on Murray. How wild would it be to see them trade a Josh Rosen to, say, the Giants and then take Murray? I I don't know what you're going to get for Josh Rosen, really. I mean, at this point, you'd probably be lucky to get a fifth-round pick for the guy. Yeah, but what are, I mean, if you're the Giants, <laughs> I mean... What do you uh, have? I don't. I think the Giants are are thinking that Eli is going to be their quarterback for the next thirty years. I I, I mean, the, some of the some of the things they've said just don't make a whole lot of sense. But that's uh, it's the Giants. They've got they've got quite the history. I I don't know. I I'm not really sure. I tend to think maybe he should fall. Um, and and and. We got the combine coming up this weekend. Um, you got you know pro days. The the draft order really could uh, you know it's got a lot of fleshing out to do to see where uh, where some of these guys slot in. Um, I don't know. Beyond that, maybe uh, maybe Oakland guy like. Gruden, you think you think he he might take a chance on a Kyler Murray? No, <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, he seems like he is um, stuck uh, in the old NFL and has not adapted to the fact that this is now a a pass friendly point centric league. So. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I think Gruden is is playing a '90s game in a 2000 world, and and he really, um, he he's even back in the '90s when he was having all the success, did not like um, playing young players all that much. So, um. but I mean, Derek Carr is not the answer in Oakland. So I mean, they they do need a QB. I I mean, but I don't think it's going to be Murray. So uh, the other next item off season wise, Kareem Hunt signs with the Cleveland Browns, and I guess it, it's probably not going to be 
all that significant from a fantasy standpoint next year because, uh, I mean, he's going to have some sort of suspension that he ends up having to serve. Uh, I think it's it's interesting that, that the Browns I, – I my take on that is almost that they uh, they did that move just to keep him from going someplace else. Yeah, I don't know. I was a little surprised by it at first, uh, but then I, I had two thoughts. Number one – uh, I was glad it didn't put the Bears in that PR nightmare. Uh, but number two, then I wasn't really that shocked because of John Dorsey. Uh, John Dorsey is the one that drafted him in the first place. Uh, so he's already got that connection with him. Right, uh, but they have Nick Chubb, who by the all metrics uh, was the most uh, successful runner in the uh, NFL, as far as just rushing the ball, he had the best uh, measurables. And if if they can keep Hunt, get him reinstated, and Chubb continues the way it goes, you have now done a one of two things. You have given yourself, obviously not next year, because as you mentioned, there's a suspension that's likely just going to keep him out for the whole year. But, but I, not. I, I mean, I don't know. It seems like likely that it's at least six games. Okay, but. well, he's going to be out a significant amount of time. I mean, six games is almost, I mean, it's over a third of your season. But anyway, regardless, it it gives you a nice one-two punch or a, a nice reserve back. And then if getting him back into uh, the league and in good standing, and you know he's healthy, you've just acquired yourself some damn good trade bait if you wanted to, you know, because you've got two backs that you can move, and it's not costing you anything. Yeah, no, definitely a financial-friendly deal that they signed him to. Uh, which oh, one, actually, one-year deal, too, right? Yeah, which, which actually makes me kind of wish that the Bears would have beat him to the punch, but um, it, I guess it, it doesn't that matter, but I think that's one place that the Bears do need to find another solution. I, I just don't think Jordan Howard is the best fit for Matt Nagy's offense. Well, you um, can't rule out that they trade him to the Bears either. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, to a little bit more of this AFC North uh, news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got the next, the last two items I have from the NFL offseason. Uh, also, same division here. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, where do Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell land in the offseason? We know Le'Veon's going to be a free agent, and Antonio Brown does not seem very likely to come back uh to this team okay real quick before we get too far away from the browns i gotta i gotta tell you this because it's pretty amusing Uh, i was playing with my kid my phone dinged and i look and there's a twitter notification dude i got the same thing today from field yates (laughs) yes it says obj to the browns now there are very few things in this life that will make me stop playing with my kid. Uh, I I had to be like, hold on, buddy. Daddy's got to check this out (laughs) because I was like, whoa, what just happened? Only to open it up and find out that it was a response to somebody asking him, what would your dream trade be? Right, I, I know, like, man. I holy saw, heart palpitations. I so, saw that, and I was like, "Whoa, we're gonna have something to talk about tonight." Oh, but well, hey, here we are talking about it. Yeah, so there, that, there you, yeah. there you go. Really, now. not not that exciting, but uh, but the the Pittsburgh Brats. Where where are these yeah. guys going? So, um, it came out. What was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday uh, that the Steelers uh, were not gonna put the tag on. Le'Veon Bell. So he is 100% free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I read an interesting story today about how the Jets may be actually concerned about uh, Le'Veon, Bill's, uh, Bill. Le'Veon Bell's 
conditioning at this point in time, which is valid. He's been off for a year, and rumor has it that he went up to about 260 during yeah. – uh, that's, that's a big boy. That that you know it, 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 that that could certainly be some some uh, publicity some shade that that is I wouldn't be surprised if that news came out of the uh, Steelers boardroom or something but uh, who who knows if that's true or not it wouldn't be that I mean two sixty might be surprising but it wouldn't be surprising at all that he's out of condition but I think yeah a lot of people have been pointing towards the Jets as the landing spot. Uh, I could see the Colts being a good fit for him. Yeah, I I don't. I I I mean, I I don't see the Colts as much as uh, you know. It's it's like a non even possibility. Like I'd love to see him in the Bears' offense, but uh, they don't they don't have the cap space for anything like that. And 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 I don't think you need kind of a selfish guy like that on a young and up and coming team. So. Yeah, I I think the places he makes the most sense um, are are the Jets, the Texans. Uh, I've seen the Ravens mentioned a couple times, which I know he wants to get paid, uh, but the way he's handled this whole situation, I would not put him past him to uh, go play for the Ravens just to try to stick it to the Steelers. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, it wouldn't shock me because he seems like that type of a player. Um, now, on the other side of that, uh, just for re- the record, I don't see the Colts because Ballard has said uh, pretty much no way. Uh, Chris Ballard being their GM, and uh, they've got Marlon Mack, who um, you know when their line was healthy and Ryan Kelly was healthy, I, I thought Mack did a really good job, and you know they've got Naeem Hines. Uh, and Jordan Wilkins back there to help him out. So um, is Le'Veon Bell an upgrade? Sorry. Was the Le'Veon Bell that we knew an upgrade over Marlon Mack? Probably. Uh, Like easily, yes, I would say. But I don't think it's necessary. So why spend the money and bring in the headache? So I I think the Colts are out. Um, Antonio Brown, though, is a whole other story because that's going to be a trade situation. I don't see any way they trade them trade him to a team in the AFC. Oh no, that I agree. I in, in unless New England puts together a package that they just can't refuse. Well, no, you can't do that because if you pay attention to every New England or trade that New England's in, somehow they will trade like hey, here's a, a second round pick and you will give us Antonio Brown and a third. Like I I don't know how they pull off trades the way they do. Like they're phenomenal. Well, yeah, what they that, get and, returned. That, and that's why, you know, they've got, you know, between them and, and the Browns, they seem to have like all of the draft capital. Uh, well, and I guess the Raiders this year, but they'll, they'll squander it some way. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, he's made so many comments about wanting to go to the Niners uh, and it, it would, it would make sense. Uh, it'd be an NFC team, be on the other side of the, the country. Um, yeah, I I think that that one probably needs uh, there's there's a lot of stuff that need to happen. I I'd like to maybe see it'd be pretty exciting if that was like a draft night trade. I'm not sure if that's a, a possibility, but uh, it, oh, it'll be done before then. I I think they want out of this headache as early as possible. Yeah. Uh, the um, other the other rumor spot is Green Bay, which is a scary notion. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown and Devontae Adams is a is a pretty daunting task. I just don't know well how well his um, we'll call it diva ness would is it is it diva when it's a dude Devo. Uh, um... <laughs> We'll call him Devo, Devo-ness. I think that kind of <laughs> attitude probably just needs to stick uh, Diva. But anyway, yeah. I do. Is there any way that they could afford him on that, in under the cap? 
If there is, their defense is going to be really bad. Yeah, I know. Let me. I'm going to head over to. Uh, I believe it's over the cap. But anyway, I, I guess I I'll go ahead and while you're looking that up, uh, first back to Le'Veon really quick. Uh, I had forgotten about uh, Houston being a possible destination, and that would be actually pretty exciting from a fantasy standpoint, pairing him with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that that could be pretty dynamite. But um, Antonio Brown, uh, yeah, I, I really don't want to see him uh, on the Packers, that's for sure. Uh, somebody like the, the um, Niners makes sense. Um, if they get uh, their quarterback back healthy this year, I know that's another young squad with a um, decent core. Uh, it's hard to say that these cap things can be so uh, so confusing sometimes. Yeah, if you don't know all the ins and outs of how the money works and and whatnot, and uh, the the Packers look to be about in the middle of the pack uh, according to uh, over the cap.com um the packers have about 35 mil in cap space and that's not even enough to fill out their defense so um wait sorry that might have been the wrong year hmm yeah, I, I mean, I think it's I think it's far fetched, and I don't think it'd be a good fit. I think honestly, uh, for their team, it'd be bad news. Which, as a Bears fan, is okay with me. But right, well, you know, uh, AB AB, you know, got his uh, panties in a wad having Juju steal touches from him. Uh, Devonte Adams is going to take way more touches probably than Juju would anyhow. So yeah, I, I don't think see I see that as a. I don't. I don't think the Packers could possibly. They're too smart to tie up that much money in in three spots. It'd be overkill. Yeah, and I mean, again, we're talking about a guy who's just had a bad attitude from the beginning. And I know all the stuff's coming out with Ben, and that can be that can be hard to handle too. But um, if he wants to be with the Niners, I think any team he goes to that isn't the Niners is in for a huge, sorry, a bigger headache than what he would be just at the 49ers. If he goes to the Niners, he's got nobody to contend with. Yeah. I but you you also got unproven entities throwing you the ball, so entities, commodities. Yeah. A lot of big words and syllables for me tonight. I know. I must be tired. <laughs> uh, one last uh, little uh, item that w- of note in the NFL. Um Kind of a big trade, you know. Usually you don't see guys with these big of contracts getting dealt, but uh, Joe Flacco to the Broncos. Um, yeah, created a poll on this uh, to see what our uh, our followers thought about it, whether it was an upgrade or not. And it, it came out 50-50. <laughs> I, I think that it is an upgrade. I mean, don't get me wrong, uh Keenum had a nice year with the Vikings the previous year. Um, he just didn't have it, and they, they their receiver core kind of took a lot of a lot of shots uh, injury wise this year. But if they can get Manny Sanders back, um, Cortland Sutton's a decent guy. That Deshaun Hamilton seems to have some uh, um, potential. Uh, I think Flacco. In that big air, if if he can find somebody that can run down the field fast enough and launch it up in the in the thin air, you know they could be throwing eighty yard bombs. Yeah, so I one hundred percent believe that this is an upgrade for the Broncos. Uh, kind of shocked me a little bit that they did it, but it it makes sense because. Uh, if you look at Flacco's success, uh, a strong defense, a good running game, and uh, as you mentioned, receivers that can get downfield so that he can bomb them. He has all those things at Denver. 
especially with Fangio going there, I think that defense is going to be really scary again. Uh, unfortunately, it's in a division with uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs, so that division could get really, really interesting, or at least fun to watch. But you weren't going to have that with Keenum. And yes, Keenum had a good year with Minnesota, but look at the rest of his career. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not he's not it. He's not the answer. He's not a starting QB. He's, he's not. Uh, Shermer did wonders with him. And it just wasn't going to happen. Uh, I thought him going to Denver was, a, you know, it was a bad move for Denver. And, you know, it played out. But I think it's an upgrade um, for, Flat- the, for the Broncos. Yeah, Flacco definitely fits the mold that John Elway likes. He likes his big, tall quarterbacks and... He he spent the money and went after Osweiler, and then uh, there there's somebody else that I forget, but uh, he likes oh, Pax- Paxton Lynch. Oh, yeah. uh, oh gosh, I can't think of his name right now. Right. Who is the but, other guy starting know, he, in front of him? He 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 fits the mold, and um, I think that uh, it, it it'd be an interesting pairing. It, it's good. I think it's great for Joe Flacco because he wasn't gonna uh, get on the field anymore in Baltimore, and it uh, gives him a chance to have a fresh start. And I think I think he could have some interesting fantasy success there. Though with the defense like that, they're gonna probably try to play ball control. And, uh, I can't see Vic Fangio, you know, bringing bringing the high powered offense there. So. Uh, any uh, any other thoughts on on some NFL offseason to this point? Yes, okay. I do. I, I've got at least one more here because uh, I want to get your take on this. I found this pretty interesting. Uh, Jay Glazer made a bold prediction that OBJ would be traded this offseason. How likely do you think that is? And if so... Uh, give me a team that you would like to see him go to or a team that you think he would go to. <laughs> uh, wow. How likely do I think? It, I think that would be ridiculous for the Giants to trade him. Oh, I didn't say how smart do you think it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, they, they think that Eli is still the answer, so I, I don't know what's going on in that front office. How likely do I think it is he gets traded because – you know, that that's definitely a first round pick. Somebody's gonna have to get up, give up, if not more, in my opinion. Uh, I'd say less than twenty percent chance he gets traded. Okay, so let's say the if he other... did get traded. Where would I want to see him go? You know where I'd want to see him go. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> where do you uh, realistically uh, because of a, a money issue <laughs> money and draft picks? Yeah, they don't have that to spend uh, for for how, four years. How freaking awesome would he be, you know, on the other side of Allen Robinson, though, with with this uh, Matt Nagy offense that's uh, picking up steam? I, I, I can't wait to see it. In a, well, in hey, too, yeah. but, he'd be he'd be able to go up and one hand some balls that were overthrown. That's for sure. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. But uh, um, realistically, where ah, man, I I don't know Miami. Interesting. I, I I'm thinking of players places that are deficient of like that number one wide receiver. That that's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, you I know could, what I, I would, could, I would for, love to for, see him? For just about any position, I could say the Raiders, but... <laughs> so as a as a fan, I would actually really... I mean, just as a fan of football, not as a fan of the Bears, because this is divisional. Well, not divisional, but conference. Um, I think the Seahawks would be a really interesting place. Uh, him and Russell Wilson together would be pretty entertaining. Uh, that's just me. Uh, I wouldn't be super shocked if it happened uh, because it, I think he's on a team-friendly contract right now. 
too. So, like I said, it, it'd be shocking. Like if you're if you're a Giants GM, I don't really know how you do that unless you're pretty much doing what the Dolphins are doing and saying we're rebuilding. Like we know we're not going to win in the next couple of years, so why hold on to him? Um, but yeah, I just I just found it really interesting. So now, who would you rather have? You're going to have to give up a first round pick. You're going to take Antonio Brown. Or you're going to take up Odell. On I, one I hand, don't, I don't. I don't even think that's a. I don't think that's a hard decision. I well, think, not. I think, let's say it's only for one year. Don't don't go long term. You're only getting them for one year. That, that way, we put them on a level playing field. Because yeah, if you're if you're talking, you know, five years. Okay, yeah, easy. You take the you take the younger guy. I think just this and, this year. Antonio Brown has been on the edge of the cliff. Uh, I know uh, Matt Friedman wrote an article about how he's. Uh, it's it's time to start selling your Antonio Brown shares. He, people were giving him crap for that. He he put it out in the middle of the season here, and then AB had a couple of big games after that. But uh, overall, his his metrics are on the decline. So. Either way, I think that I, I'd take Odell Beckham. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Um, they both have their drama-filled moments. Uh, but uh, at least Odell came back and uh, apologized to the kicking net and gave her a hug and everything. So I think I'd rather rather have him on the team. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to go out to uh, our Twitter account and put a poll to find out what uh, everybody else thinks. Yeah, I just, I just I think like that's a fun that. one. Uh, it, it is a fun one, and don't get me wrong, man. Antonio Brown, uh, incredible, incredible wide receiver uh, guy who's drafted uh, later rounds, wasn't heralded at all, uh, comes in and just becomes the best uh, wide receiver in the league for you know, five years or whatever it's been. And uh, I just think at 30, what is there? Is he going to be 31 in this upcoming season? Yeah. Um, I think, it, you know, in the NFL, this is where you start to see diminishing returns and um, not sure the headache's even worth it. All the, you know, crap that, you know, he's been going through with the Steelers. So, Good, good old Mister Big Chest, as he wants to be, <laughs> wants to be called now. Is that? <laughs> uh, love it. I, love I think it. he's at the stage of a, of his career where he benefits greatly from having a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster on the other side of the field. And if he goes someplace where they don't have a good complimentary, you're gonna see uh, some buyer's remorse. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, there is still some football going on, if we want to call it that. I don't know. It, it's It's been okay. The Alliance of American Football, AAF. They're, they're, they've got some interesting things going on with their their app and the, the armchair quarterback-esque uh, oh, speaking of syllables, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Quarterback ask you just dropped on us. Well, you know, that, <laughs> that reminds me of going to Damon's back in the nineties and watching the football <laughs> game and having the, uh, having a little, uh, box there and trying to pick what play was coming up next. That's, that's exactly what their, their app is, uh, is doing it's kind of fun if there was like fun football being played i don't know seems kind of like uh division two college level type stuff uh so to me i i've only had a chance to sit down and watch uh, about a game and a half uh total it's it's entertaining football I'll say that I equate it to uh, watching like the twos uh, on an NFL squad during uh, like the second half of like a week three, week two preseason game. Uh, 
no, it's early. These guys haven't had a ton of time to to practice together, play together, and there's been no film that teams can study really up until you know after the first week. The product's not bad. Uh, I mean, I do see some concerns. It's all the um, they had to get an investor already another investor it's funny because then i just read something that uh, their the aaf is is kind of saying that the xfl may have been trying the ones trying to push this uh rumor out there kind of throwing some shade against them uh, as competitors I, I i gotta read a little bit more and see if that's uh if if there's any uh meat behind that but uh Kind of interesting little headline I read just just a little bit earlier. Yeah, which that'll be a whole nother um, <laughs> a whole nother thing when that when that comes about. Uh, I mean, you, you and I went through the the first XFL. You know, we were fans. We enjoyed it. Uh, everybody remembers the the way they handled the the quote unquote kickoff, and uh, he hate me. Rod Smart and who do we get out of that? Uh, the Steelers got a what was his name? Tommy Maddox, oh, yeah. right? Right. I mean, you know, there there was some fun fun players that came out of there, and there's some fun stories coming out of the the AF. There's some fun players to watch. Um, I mean, yeah, I just got some of your NFL names. If you haven't had it, I'll say this: if you haven't had a chance to watch it, or uh, you're one of the eight people listening to this and you're just curious, taking the time to watch, I would say yes. Uh, especially if you are a fan of football, um, the games are a little quicker. There aren't as many TV timeouts or anything like that. Um, the replay stuff is pretty interesting because the refs don't go, they don't, the refs on the field don't go under a hood or anything like that. They actually throw it up to somebody that's uh, sitting up in a booth. And uh, the couple times that I've seen a replay throughout the game, you get to listen to what the uh, gentleman up in the booth is. He's talking through the call that he's going to make and they make it pretty quick and get it down to the guys on the field. So it goes pretty fast. Uh, There've been some (laughs) very bad calls or missed calls in the game so far. So we could do a whole episode really of just missed or bad calls from an AAF game. Uh, For example, uh, Trent Richardson got, uh, he got a penalty for spiking a ball that bounced up into the stands. He got a delay a game uh, penalty, which was pretty bad. <laughs> um, oh, are we back to this no fun league type stuff? Uh, you know, but, you know, plays where the receiver clearly did not catch the ball, gets ruled a catch, uh, you know, just stuff like that. I will tell you, there's a video out there from week one uh his name is, there's a quarterback, uh, I believe it's for the San Diego fleet, Mike Berkovici, got popped. I mean, in one of those hits that reminded you of the way the NFL used to be, you know, one of those hits where I was sitting down watching the game and he got hit and I stood up, you know, you jump out of your chair and you're like, damn, you know, oh, he got yeah. his, he got his head knocked off, man. <laughs> it uh, was, it was a super... <laughs> It it was it was a crushing blow that I think maybe the AF might not have wanted uh, just because of their uh, propensity and and uh, focus on player safety and stuff like that. But, but it could I I think it's possibly one of the best things that could have happened though, uh, because of the way people view the NFL with if you whisper close enough next to a QB that's a penalty now that 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 really showed people hey this is this is football this is worth watching oh yeah they, i mean that, it was a exciting play it's just kind of um yeah definitely not. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't want to see it that's for sure but, um, that i guess that from i've i've watched bits and pieces of of several games i haven't sat down and watched a whole game it's just been a little bit of busy time but uh the quarterback play has been inconsistent thus far. And I guess I'm hoping that maybe, maybe we'll get into the season a little bit more and, 
and these teams will start to gel and be able to put some more uh, consistent plays up there. Right now it's been a lot of uh, ground and pound type stuff, and I really think that uh, if Trent Richardson is your most marketable uh, superstar of the league right now, uh, not not so fun. Uh, well, Christian Hackenberg has lived up to his uh, last name because he's a hack, man. That guy's a terrible quarterback. Yeah, so I don't know that Richardson's your most marketable. He's not even the top five for rushing yards. However, uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Zach Stacy, uh, who, if I'm not mistaken, played Former for the Ram? then St. Louis Rams. Yes. Uh, yes. He, he's having himself a pretty good um, two games. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it that way. He is tied for uh, first as a rushing leader uh, after two games. Uh, there are a number of running backs that um, used to used to be in the NFL there. Um, Zach Stacey, you know, he had, he had an injury that prevented him from coming back to the NFL at the time and hooking on with the team. So that's kind of nice to see. Uh, the quarterback for the Birmingham Iron uh, is entertaining to watch, and I would not be surprised that if he develops over the course of this year uh, and maybe the year after that to see him latch on with an NFL team. Uh, fun story, too. He, he was supposed to be a professional bowler, or he's trying to be a professional bowler, and taught himself how to be a QB basically through YouTube. And here he is playing in the AF. And doing pretty good. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? No, he's athletic. Oh, God damn it! Okay. Uh, there might have been a chance. Let's see, how old are you now? So subtract twenty. Yeah. Let's no. not talk about that. <laughs> no, there's, there's. I don't have time for that kind of math. <laughs> no, just, just some fun stories. And again, if you're, if you're a fan of just watching football. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. The fantasy aspect, like you said, is is very much that uh, armchair quarterback predict a play that I haven't gotten too much into because I've had some trouble getting it to work consistently enough to where it's actually fun to do. Uh, what I would love to see is to see some sort of DFS come out of it because you know that's automatically going to be a game changer. I guess I guess this that that's one of the problems. If there was a a DFS uh, play, um, I'd probably be spending way too much time researching guys that I've never heard of and will never hear of two weeks from now. But uh, if that was the case, I'd I'd probably be into it a little bit more. I even tried to find a place to throw together a season-long league, and it, it was pro- proving to be very difficult uh, for for a league that is, you know, kind of marketed what, you know, how fantasy-friendly they were going to be. They didn't do much to get, get anything out there uh, from a fantasy product standpoint other than this app of theirs. Um, yeah, which dropped uh, like two days before the league season started for him, which was and, and it's glitchy as hell. So yeah, I mean it's it's a young league, so you know I'm giving them kind of a pass on that. I want to see what they do going forward. I I don't expect a ton from that side this year. Uh, right now, all I'm really doing is is enjoying the ability to turn on a football game on a Saturday or Sunday during this type of year for, for somebody that has zero interest in, in watching baseball. Um, you know, I'll watch golf here and there. I'm not, I don't really watch NBA that often that it's nice to be able to still watch some form of competitive football right now. So I'm just going to enjoy the season for what it is. Uh, if they do make it into next year, I expect the product to be better, not only on the field, but off as far as uh, you know, what you get from the web and their mobile client, and uh, would not shock me a ton to see, um, you know, one of your DraftKings fan duels draft that sort of thing, uh, pick up and do some DFS on it. Uh, I mean, I've heard a lot of people doing uh, 
you know, placing wagers and stuff like that uh, on on games. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think the the we'll, I'll give him a pass for this year and even for the first couple of weeks. Uh, I'm, uh, like I said, after four weeks, I want to I'll revisit it and see see if it's an improving uh, product and everything. But like like you said just having some football here to turn on and now and then is is a nice luxury we've been uh, missing it's 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 filling a void but um, yeah my my official recommendation is to at least watch a game at least watch a game sure i can get on board with that um with that being said, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I think uh, we'll come back in a in a two or three weeks with another episode, kind of discuss what's uh, what came out of the combine, um, maybe and, uh, and the trade of Antonio Brown by that time. Yeah, we'll have <laughs> we'll have the combine. We'll have some, you know, there, there's a lot of contracts that are coming to a point where they're players are going to be released or, or not. Uh, and, and you got the draft and free agency coming up. So we'll be back with some more episodes uh, coming up soon. Uh, I am interested to see what's, what, what'll happen with, with the combine and, and who starts to emerge as those top five guys, even though our bears don't have a draft pick this year, he's still, Still want to see what your opponents are doing, so. Yeah. (laughs) J.D., you've been uh, doing a good job of staying active on the uh, social outlets. Uh, Why don't you tell people where where they can find you? Yeah, uh, usual spots, at J.D. West 22, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, trying to keep getting you some content. Uh, May not all be uh, football-related. Uh, the more interaction, the better. Uh, as Justin mentioned, we will be uh, doing episodes every couple of weeks instead of uh, every week during the off season. Here uh, gives us a chance to get some good questions in. Uh, there's things that you want us to touch base on. Just get our opinions on, or even share yours. Hit us up. Hit me up on those accounts, and yeah, you know we'll discuss it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Justin M West, Instagram JMW1977. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Another Bad Call. Email us another bad call at gmail.com. And uh, I'm, I'm working on trying to get another bad call a little bit more content friendly and, and more consistent uh, here in the off season so that coming up next year we got we got more for you to to look at. But uh, For J.D., I'm Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call.